Welcome, welcome, welcome. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening or watching in this episode, please know that you are welcome, loved, and cared for. My name's Nick. My name's Nicole. I'm trying to do sign language. My name's Steven. And we are youth leaders at NMBC, and we desire to help you uh, follow closely after Jesus. As high school students or middle school students, whatever uh, life looks like for you, we pray that this would be an opportunity where God would help you grow in your walk with him. So today is an a recap episode. Recap? Recap? Recap. <laughs> recap. To cap again. Wait, I have to say, I'm pretty sure that when you first started the podcast, you said watching. Watching? It's the new... Wherever you're watching. Big fans of the podcast would have let me know that in the comments, so I don't believe that to be true. Is I'm there overdubbing sure happening? Is there overdubbing when I'm talking like this? Watching. <laughs> It's a new word. It I'm means pretty sure you definitely said watching. Listening with your ears. This past weekend. Wait, no. <laughs> watching with your ears. <laughs> so listening? No. Listening with your eyes, if but you, watching with If your you're ears. listening to this podcast, know this. There's a lot of red going on in the office today. Uh, Steven and Nicole are both wearing red. Steven ate fast food from a red head. Uh, and I have a red solo cup filled with water. <laughs> Uh, and it's a lot. It's a lot going on today. Uh, this past weekend, we had uh, an awesome time to get away at Ocean City, New Jersey, the Ocean City Tabernacle, one of my favorite places in the world. OC Tab. OC Tab, uh, where we had a retreat. Would you guys like to tell the listeners what the whole retreat looked like? Yes, Stephen, tell us. We don't know. What? I, do, I don't even know what happened that weekend. I woke <laughs> up and everyone was gone. Um, no, but actually, Stephen um, potentially had COVID twenty two. I I on a retreat possibly. Stephen literally one of the nights he like at six p.m. he went to bed. That's and he emerged the next day right before false. we had to go to church. He slept for like twelve hours. Slightly false. I went to bed at eight. Um, after the smoke. How time. many hours is that? I can't do it in my head. That it's only bad. like eleven. So what was the retreat about? The um, the retreat was about a ton of fun, um, just getting away from uh, Middletown, New Jersey, to go to Ocean City, New Jersey. Um, pretty sure there was something about like a marching band and just having to study how to walk. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Some guy the, in a marching band. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys know him. I was in the marching band. Nick was in the marching band. He got a varsity jacket for that. In case you guys didn't know, Nick was in the marching band. Did and you I guys made, know? I made sure everybody know. I made them watch old videos of me in the marching band. I had seven hours of videos for them to watch, and that was the retreat. <laughs> yeah, that was the entire retreat. No. Um, so the marching band concept was a hook to the greater uh, you know, intro to the weekend, which is we looked at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 16. Look carefully how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise, because the days are evil. And uh, specifically, that term walk, um, I, I use that as an illustration to uh, when I was in high, high school, I had to relearn how to walk for marching band. And so I showed the students how, like, wow, this is kind of a cool marching band thing. And, and not only the marching band kind of teach me how to walk differently, but at that time in high school, as I entered high school, I became a Christian. And so how I lived my life, i.e. walking, uh, my faith out was very different than how uh, others in my life were doing my friends in, in high school. And so 
the big thing was we, we kind of spoke to look carefully, examine how you walk. And, and I really thought that uh, was a pretty eye-opening conversation with the students was I'm not sure uh, middle school and high school students today are really being critical how they live. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of living and we're not really thinking, you know, am I living well or proper? Am I living for God or am I kind of doing what's right in my own eyes? Was anything like that kind of eye-opening for you guys this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I th- I thought it was like the perfect thing to discuss because um, I think it's like around like the middle school, high school age where we start considering um, how you live your life, right? Like you're you're becoming more independent, you're becoming more of your own person, and you're starting to consider like who am I? Like what is my place in this world? You know, where am, what am I doing after high school? What what does life look like for me? And especially like those are things that I think we've all started to ask ourselves like within that middle school, high school range. And I think it was eye opening, and I and I think it really encouraged the students to consider like how how they were living their lives, if they liked the way that they were living their lives and if it was, um, if it matched with how, you know, how Jesus would live his life. And I think it, it started to open the door to consider that further. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's really an act of the Holy Spirit when we begin to examine ourselves that we actually are able to see this isn't right. And when I say right, righteous, this is missing the mark. This is sin in my life and um, in in that study of Ephesians chapter 5 we went to uh, Ephesians chapter 2 really quick and we kind of looked at the first couple verses of that chapter we were dead in our trespasses and sins uh, you know the the prince of the power of the air we this all the language in that first in those first three verses were past tense and and is past tense right the, the word of God is is living and active it's still that way uh, but really, the, the book of Ephesians tells the story of people that have been adopted into God's family. They've been made alive, made new. They have a royal inheritance. And so what we did was we, we kind of guided the students that as we examine our lives, do we see that we've fallen short, that there is sin in our lives? And, and what are we going to do about it? And the truth is, is we can't do anything about our sin. All we can do is go to the one who's done it all. And so verse 4, but God, who is rich in love, rich in mercy, which the great love of which he's loved us it's by grace you have been saved and so uh we just gave like a clear opportunity for students to see how i'm walking isn't the way god created me to walk or to flourish in walking mm-hmm. and then furthermore that they would make a, a a step of faith in response to the, the grace that jesus has shown us and that step of faith is a step of repentance that we were once walking away from god but now because of the kindness and mercy and goodness that he's shown me I'm going to turn my heart and my life to him. I'm going to take a step towards God where I was once walk, running away from him, rebelling against him. And, and so that step of repentance is uh, the step of, of responding to the good news of Jesus. And God says, you know, once we make that step, we, he's going to make us new. He's going to carry out this great work in us. And each and every step thereafter, he just tells us exactly what to do. We don't, we'll never mess up, right? Like that's the whole thing. We'll never mess up after there because we're just going to follow Jesus and that's perfect. Yeah, my life is actually perfect. <laughs> yeah, I think we had the real conversation with students is that every day will be a challenge to whether we're going to walk with Jesus yeah. or the old self will tell us, let's walk away and let's do what's right in our own eyes. Yeah. 
Sorry, go ahead. I don't know what to You looked like you were going to say something. No, I was just thinking of, like, you, you've you talked about, like, when it comes to Jesus, we make a 180-degree turn. And it's like, what if we just moonwalked? Like, we just, we're, we're still facing the same way, but we're walking backwards towards God. But it's like, that's not what Jesus wants at all. He wants us full-heartedly going after him. And, like, the way in high school, it's like, that's where I was. I wanted Jesus, but also wanted the world. And so instead of chasing after him, I backed up towards him in what I thought was a cool way, because moonwalking is cool. <laughs> Stylistically. Yeah. I like that analogy. So, so really, what, what you're saying, you're, in your analogy, let me try to connect it to something <clears throat> I think that's really important, important in this conversation, is that so often when we talk about how we walk or how we live at our faith, we consider our behavior. Mm. And so and when, we're, when we're moonwalking towards Jesus or with Jesus, is where our steps outwardly are like, wow, that person's walking with God, but our heart is still facing towards rebellion against God. And so, yeah, like my actions show like I'm with it, but really my heart is so far from God. And that's, you know, our conversation with the students always is that Jesus, you were, you were created to be known and loved by God and to know and love God. He wants your heart. God, so, so that was kind of the language we, we, we used throughout the weekend was God created us to walk with him, but in our sin, we walked away from God. Every single person. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Everyone has walked away from God, but God, who is rich in love and mercy, sent his son to walk in our mess, in our sin, walk through it and not be sinful, completely sinless, Jesus was, and that when he calls us to turn to him, he's walked through the mess, he's walked to the cross, he's walked, uh, and he's walked back from death to bring new life. And so when we turn to Jesus, he is bringing us through victory. Uh, and so... We just think in ourselves, I need to work, walk right. I need to, to do mm -hmm. things properly. And so what we focus on is the steps. But Jesus yeah. is always after a heart. Yeah, and that's like a one-way ticket to, to abandoning your walk with God if you're so focused on the steps and like the, the behaviors and kind of like the religion rule aspect of it like that's you're on your way to totally turning your heart from that if you're just so focused on doing the right thing quote unquote and living how like living for god's approval um when you when you don't have to do that in the slightest yep yeah we we think that god will be happy with us if we just do the right thing and the gospel tells us is that we're god's most treasured possession he sent his son his only son he loves you and uh, there's nothing about your actions however he created you for good works that's a part of it how you walk is incredibly important not just for yourself but also for the witness of the gospel that others would see the power of God and so when the world sees Nick and they knew Nick as dirty rotten sinner Nick and then God has carried out this great work the, the, the scriptures say, let them give glory to God for the works of his people, or something like that. I can look up the verse. But, but basically, um, let, the, let, let, the, uh, let the witness of the testimony of God, people give glory to God for that. Not, not to you. You can deflect that easily. Mm -hmm. And so it's not really about the steps. The, we were created to walk in this, th this good work that God has for us. But when we focus on the step, the moon walk, without the heart, we really do mess it up. Yeah. Really do. Sure. 
I'm gonna look up that verse. You guys, you guys, uh, talk about <clears throat> talk about the the retreat. You know, the the meals, the games, uh, time on the beach, uh, on the boardwalk. Um, Stephen, talk. Ex, you know, expound upon Steven, the amount you of sleep. talk about this. about the sleep about sleep <laughs> you got. Wait, um, I have to say something really quick. I gotta say, the ice cream this year on the boardwalk wasn't that good. And Nick, you had the ice cream with me. Did you think it was at its usual level of goodness? Wait, what ice cream specifically? The, um, Michael Kors. Michael Kors. Not it w- the store, it really the ice cream. it really wasn't that great. It wasn't anything to write home about. I had Polish ice each time because I found out that Core Bros is open throughout the entire year, uh-huh. which is a game changer because Sam and I just end up going down there. For those who don't know, it's Sam Salas. He lives in a palace. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Maybe it was what was it? It was too creamy, too liquidy. No, it wasn't like. It was like flavorless, and it was just like the sprinkle flavor. And then as soon as the sprinkles were gone, the that was it. Yeah, they talk. They call them Jimmy's down there because they're corrupt people. They're messed up. Yeah, I foods. refuse. But Jimmy's. Um, I had the other night. The first you had a night. Twist, didn't the you? first night I had a creamsicle mm. that I thought was to die for. No. And then the second <coughs> night I had a vanilla, with rainbow sprink- or sprinkles, which wa- left me wanting more. Because uh, it, it didn't was, satisfy. Because it, it okay. But the flavor wasn't there. There was no, like, vanilla flavor. Maybe next time you could dress up as Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Start and, yelling yeah. at them. I ate this. <laughs> Where is the flavor? Yeah, that's right. You donkey. <laughs> gotta, gotta put some sasson on that. That's right. It really, like, it just was, Red. I was really disappointed. And I was looking forward to it. What about, about what about other things other than the, the ice cream? Oh, monkey bread? Oh, no. Um, food was really good. Um, I forget their names, but or I guess I know their last name. The Moors? The Moors. They hooked it up and just... Rich and Amy Moore, Sam's parents. They were a blessing to all the leaders. Yeah, they they, really they showed up and they served us all our meals the, for the weekend. And uh, we didn't have to come back early to the tabernacle. They set everything up. And uh, we love the moors. Yeah. We want moors of we them. <laughs> I got the sandwich that I made was delish. And I can only thank me for that. Wow. I want to thank me for getting here. <laughs> I want to thank me for believing in me and wow. for encouraging in me. So now that we talked about the least important <laughs> thing, the food, uh, what about time with students on the boardwalk, conversations, games, uh, on the beach, uh, anything and everything? Ooh, so the games this year, big fan of not doing a scavenger hunt, um, <laughs> mainly because <clears throat> the, I don't know, what's, what's that word? The runner-up was, um, what's that thing with the fish and the bowl? Uh, Shark Tank. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. Shark Tank. Um <laughs> I still think my team should have won. No. I don't think that Rock should have won. No, Rocks, they shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have won at all, period. So Justice for Beachmaids, because literally my idea easy. was the best idea to come out of that, Saturday, out of that Saturday game. afternoon, we had a, uh, a competition. Uh, we split the group up into four groups, yes. and there were four teams that were formed that had to create. It was a Shark Tank um, idea that there was going to be an, a need for something on the Jersey Shore on the boardwalk that they had to come up with a concept whether it was a product, a 
a service, something like that to sell to uh, vacationers down there. And there were there was Rock Duty, mm-hmm. there was Beach Maids, mm-hmm. there was Victoria Saddles, Victoria's Sad, <laughs> oh no, Victorian Saddles and oh. Whips, which was very funny but very odd. <laughs> and then there it was, didn't match the beach theme. There was one more, but, but neither Tube Easy, Tube Easy, which <laughs> tube was easy. a tube. Uh, it was like a lazy river. Wait, number yeah. one, rock duty doesn't fit in with the beach scene either, Nick. There's a lot Who's of... Who's throwing rocks there, at you on the beach? That's no, the no, problem. There's a lot of people throwing rocks on the beach. No, no, no. It's because of rock. Like, Paul, rock. Yeah. But like, I think it's nah. more because there's... People that throw rocks? Yeah, there's there's recluse uh, teenagers throwing rocks. Um, no, there really isn't. Well... Either way, but you need a mate. You need some like who wants to carry and bring their stuff back and forth from the sand. Like it's hot. You're you're tired. You're sweaty. Like wouldn't you want someone to take care of all of that for you? That's like a lavish lifestyle. Like why you wouldn't you don't want to live lavishly like that? Would you rather protect your family from thugs throwing rocks, or would you rather someone carry your items to the beach? Literally, no one throws. There's a need and a want. There and we went with the need. <laughs> and so Rock Duty, not only did Rock Duty win, but they had the best uh, song, potentially, <laughs> which was Nicholas. No. No. Oh, no. We, we forgot William. another one. We forgot another one. Oh, yeah. Rock Duty. Yeah. William sang the most incredible <laughs> song. I can't even do it because he gave it such like gusto and rock voice. But he's like, Rock Duty at the end. <laughs> so good. But there was another one that we forgot, and, and we're sorry we forgot it, but it was a forgettable item. And that was the Triple B. Oh, yeah. The beach Very bag blanket. Oh. oh. Very and Nic- all about that Nicholas DeCastro, one of, uh, an alum of this uh, podcast, former uh, co-host, uh, he, he, sa- he sang the McDonald's butt up, 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 bump, but he just went, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that one. We were very excited about it. No. But the Shark Tank idea was really cool, just seeing how, specifically in my group, just seeing the like them working together to yeah. like come up with like a little skit and try and get everyone involved and just hearing like Nikita just like was like, Yeah, I'll I'll like present it. I have no problem with that and just like everyone wanting to like encourage one another to like get up there and just like be a part of a team. Yeah, yeah. everybody was ready to be creative and not be in the sun. That's yes. what it looked like. Yeah. And everyone got along really well. Like, not just that afternoon. It was just, like, the whole retreat. Like, everybody got along really well. There was no drama. It was We told them to save the drama for their mamas. It was chill. I, I brought the drama to my mama. mom when I came home. <laughs> and you know that. <laughs> so, <laughs> and next episode, Nicole's mom is going to be on the podcast. <laughs> spilling out that drama. <laughs> She's going to be spilling the tea. Yes. <laughs> There's gonna be llamas. So we had <laughs> we had all of that go on. Um, we had opportunities to uh, to just you know be together. I think that's really kind of the what this retreat affords is that on the bus, on the boardwalk, you do a lot of steps. I think I had like over twenty thousand steps each yeah, day. Yeah, I had twenty thousand steps. I had like at least twenty four. While you're sleeping, sleep. I'm walking. Yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had a decent amount. Of I sleep had that my day. best day was ten thousand four hundred ninety five steps. No. Yeah, I got like 600 steps. Bring it out the steps. Bring out the steps. Because wow. I refuse to believe that you walked 20,000 steps. While all of you were on the boardwalk, I that's slept like a tourist, for 11 That's like a tourist hours. day. Wow, we're going to have a... a uh, I, I left this retreat having no voice. 
My right eye was redder than this oh, shirt. Oh, yeah. Steven's eye was not okay. I got hit with a wave, and my eye was bruised. It was bleeding. Let's see it next. Yesterday, what is this? Wow, oh. Nick, you've been putting in some good steps. Is it that treadmill? What does that say? 18,000? Nicole? What That's crazy. That? 180,000 steps? 21,000? August, what, what 21,000. Wow, Guys, Nick. I'm really bad at math. 18,000, 21, uh, 18,000, 16,000. I mean, this past weekend. Wait, why retreat. are you walking so much? That was the beach retreat. That was the retreat. Steps. You walked 21,000 steps on Friday. Guys, I had Saturday, on my feet. Anyway, some of us walked in Birkenstocks <laughs> and really lived lavishly. Jesus Sanders. Um So that was really the whole point of the retreat was that we would walk. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> no, no. But we did do this this one thing. We, we do it every year. It's, uh, it's the Emmaus Walk. If you look at Luke chapter 24, and uh, it shows how two people are, are kind of downcast after they hear that Jesus' body was no longer in the tomb, and they walk from Jerusalem to a, uh, a city called Emmaus. It was how far? Seven miles. Seven miles. <laughs> Seven miles away. And uh, what we do is we, we call out the names of the students, and two by two they walk, and we believe they walk with the Lord, and they have an opportunity to talk about their own lives, faith, uh, their family, life, that things that are go- good, things that are challenging, and that as they're walking, they're walking with the Lord. And after about an hour or so of walking, they come back, they make uh, sandwiches, they have lunch together, and I think students get an opportunity to not only know each other, more but actually have the opportunity to minister to each other to hear what's going on in each other's lives and so that was just like a fun thing to do in the midst of that day so um so yeah so we were uh created to walk with god that's really the the truth of our lives and and that's really where this podcast really wants to point you to is that if you've never chosen to take a step towards jesus uh the truth is is that he's walked through the mess of our lives our our world and he's done so perfectly without sin and he calls us to turn to him to take that step um and he promises that as he grabs us by the hand and as we take each and every step to follow closely after him that if we were to trust in him versus trusted in our own way that leads to death and destruction that it would be for our good and for his glory and so god does this this difficult thing where we don't get to see what's down the road as we follow jesus we just see jesus he is our view and so that, that's where Steps of Faith comes in, is that if we really believe that Jesus has what's best for us, that he's not holding out on us, that as we take those steps, that though they may feel difficult or challenging, that those <coughs> steps are really leading us towards destination, which is wholeness in Christ, flourishing in God, and really eternity, as things should be forever and ever with God the Father. So that's kind of like the heartbeat of everything here. Yeah. That's really cool. I. It just, like, occurred to me. Is that why, like, the logo is, like, an astronaut? Sort of like the one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. But instead, it's one small step towards the Lord, one giant leap towards heaven. Well, I always always (laughs) picture, it's it's a good idea. I've always pictured the astronaut theme that we use as our imagery and branding for the youth group as it being a, uh, like, an adventure. Mm. Like, it's an adventure to be a teenager. Uh, the, the space is the final frontier and like what students are going and living in is an evolving world rapidly it's constantly the unknown and so I always think the astronaut kind of affords us that like alright we're, we're launching we're out there and we're going to try to find 
intelligent life. We have yet to find intelligent life in student ministry. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying. Sick burn. Um, last thing uh, is that when I said that we were created uh, to walk in the works that God created us for, you know, recognizing that he saved us uh, by his grace. There's nothing we can do to earn his favor. He's, it's completely a gift from Jesus. The, the passage I was thinking of is found in, in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5, where uh, I'll just read it to you. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that you may see your good works and give so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. I probably should have that on recall, but I did not And so uh, we were created not to hide our light underneath the bushel. But when we follow after Christ, this world notices this world uh, light exposes the darkness. And when we walk with Jesus, the, the last uh, Saturday night, we, we looked at three points is that we walk with uh, we walk in love in chapter 5 of Ephesians. It says be imitators of God. Walk in love, right? Uh, we walk in light. And then later on, I think it's verse 12, it gives us that directive too, is to walk in the light of Christ. And then uh, we, we looked at um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, which, which gives us the directive in verse 7 to walk by faith. And so if we're walking in the love, emulate, being imitators of God, if we're walking in light as Jesus exposes the darkness and he lets us be light in a dark world, each and every step is a step of faith following closely after him. So I, I really do. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I, I did. Did you guys think it was a good weekend all, overall? It was all right. <laughs> it was, it was we shoot it for mediocre. <laughs> I, I'll give it a, mediocre. a B, B plus. <laughs> There was there was no ranch and fries this weekend. Yeah, what's up with that? Talk about there were tots. That's not yeah, I don't understand what your thing with tots are. Like to, I, I don't get me Michael's wrong. Tots. I like tots, but like you Office have re- like reference. you always are you stay like making tots. I don't get it. I, don't I like what I like. Why do I have to change my? Uh, I like it. Cause uh, you said one thing. You said you were gonna bring French fries. And then I had to come, I had to find out. Out of all the things dinner. I said, out of all the things I said, <laughs> that was the thing you latched on. Don't you dare break that promise. <laughs> I, and then I had come to find five minutes before dinner, you're making tots, not okay. french fries. Funny, funny story. And you, you had to be there to believe it. But I went to Costco to buy all of these things. And when we went there, this Costco wasn't selling french fries. And I'm at the, the register and I told the lady who was ringing us up, you guys don't have french fries anymore? And the, they, there was a lady and a lady that was helping her. They both said, we've never sold french fries. I'm like, That's and I have purchased lots of french fries over the years from Costco. So I said, you've never sold them? Questioning her. I said, no, no, maybe you're not selling them right now. But there has been a time where you've sold french fries. And so just full disclosure, <laughs> I haven't purchased french fries since before March of 2020. Because it's like from Costco. Because it's you buy an eight-pound bag yeah. of Orida French fries, Costco. That's what I was expecting. That's what they usually sell, the crinkle cut. Maybe, and maybe she's new. So they said, no, we've never. I said, okay, I'm pretty sure you did. And then there was another guy. His name is Gary. He's a very nice man. Works at Costco. I scream out to him. Just as like I wasn't trying to defend my own honor. I said, Gary, do you guys ever sell French fries? He brought up that they used to sell a big box of Nathan's French fries. I remember that. Yes. And then I brought up the eight-pound Dorita, and he said, yes, we sold that too. <laughs> then they began to argue in their – I bought a lot of stuff, so they were arguing for a while. They go to the computer at the front desk, and they start searching. 
And I'm like, I don't need to defend this. I know I purchased. I'm not crazy. They told me I went to Sam's Club. I would never go to Sam's Club. Costco yeah. loyal. I'm leaving the place. I'm looking for boxes in that big container to try to carry everything. And the lady is screaming at me. You are wrong. You're wrong. We never <laughs> sold French fries. I said, okay. You? I don't know. Within 30 seconds of her making a scene screaming I was wrong, she goes, I'm sorry, I was wrong. So there's a little vindication. Was now, she upset saying that? You I know? think she needs help. Did she give you free food? No. For life? But was she saying that out of anger or joking? Like, you're wrong. I don't know. All I, all I can tell you is I was trying to get you french fries, and I had to get you tots. But you said that you were going to go to ShopRite. I did go to ShopRite. And you didn't see french fries there? They, I they didn't, wasn't, no, no. Once, I, once my plan changed from not getting that eight-pound bag, I was going tots, 100%. But so then why say that you're going to go to ShopRite and get the french fries? I don't get it. ShopRite I moved. Lie. It's not in that spot anymore. Nick forgot. No, 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 no. You it was said, never there. You, it was never. you said, Nick, we you are, told me. We are, this is stuff okay. that doesn't matter to the podcast. <laughs> hey, listen, we know this, is that we love you guys. Uh, each and every time we gather, we're gathering for the last youth group of the night of the, the summer this week. Uh, tonight, actually. And so we'll get this out a few days, a day or so after that. But we want you to know is that uh, our desire is to walk with you as we walk uh, towards Jesus and walk with him. And so just continue uh, to look to him. Uh, we do so by, by joining regularly in fellowship, whether it's worship, youth group, be connected to the body of Christ. Uh, but we also do it in our regular prayer life. Uh, we walk close with Jesus as we, we look to his word. Uh, his, his, his word is a light unto our feet, and uh, a light unto our feet and a, a, a lamp unto our path. One of mm -hmm. those two. I'm, I'm the worst at messing those things up. Um, but we look to God in all of that. Last things, guys? Anything to say? Wait, is this Stephen's last podcast? Stephen may be, Stephen is transitioning. He may be starting another podcast in another world. No, that's, that's a lot of work. <laughs> Steven, Stephen's going to be serving at a, a, another local church over in Lincroft. Uh, and so starting the fall, he will not no longer be at New Monmouth after several years of serving I here. I believe that. And so we'll, we'll definitely I'm invite Stephen cry. back to participate, but he won't be a regular fixture. I'll be back when Nicole turns 30. Which is a Which long is time ago, <laughs> long time from now. We have a um, long. So way we will, to go. we will, we'll be, we'll be introducing uh, aspiring uh, replacements for Stephen. But we love Stephen. Keep him in prayer. He, we won't. It's not like he's going to be gone forever. We'll see him. Yes. But he is going to be gone, elsewhere. but not forgotten. Wow. It's like it's got to be American <laughs> Idol. Don't be sad. It's over. Be happy that it happened. <laughs> I would have rather love than have lost. Wow. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Uh, no matter what's going on in your life, we know that you can turn to the Lord. He's always there for you. And uh, we hope that uh, this is an encouragement to you in your walk with Jesus. And wherever you are, no matter what's going on in your life, please know that this is a place where you can feel welcomed, loved, and cared for. Welcome, welcomed, loved, loved, cared, cared for, for. <laughs> <laughs>